0: Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat sermon by Rabbi Rebecca Schatz. I recently spent many days helping someone move out of their home. They didn't expect to have to move, and so stress was high, and the theme of I'm not that attached was commonly said as something was posted on a buy-nothing group or a furniture-selling platform. If you have ever moved, you know a house that does not seem too cluttered becomes overwhelmingly full of stuff, and the small objects just keep multiplying. Because the move was unexpected and quick, the items kept had to really be important and or valuable. When helping to store things in boxes, I would find myself putting the perfect looking items away immediately and asking, are you sure you want to keep this for something a, big, a bit bent or rusted or tattered? I assumed given the look of the item that it might not be as important or valuable. In this week's Parsha, we open the Torah to the image of light the image of candles placed at the front of a menorah with a divinely inspired and requested pattern. What I had never noticed before was the use of the word hammered as a defining feature of the metal of this menorah. We have come to appreciate hammered metal as an aesthetic in modern times, but hammered metal or a pocked finish would seem broken or used in ancient times. One of those, are you sure you want to keep this items? So why is the featured item hammered and made to look used or not perfectly smooth and clean? Living in a place like Los Angeles and a fairly comfortable environment, even if we do not think we are, we become influenced by outward appearance and quote stuff. We're worried about what we look like, what our homes look like, what cars we drive, etc. What planes we ride. In numbers chapter eight, verse four, it says explicitly, Miksha." Now this is how the lampstand was made. It was a hammered work of gold. Ad Irecha Ad Pircha Mikshahi. It was hammered from base to pedal. According to the pattern that God had shown Moses, so was the lampstead made. Lampstand made. The word hammered or beaten, as Rashi translates it, is used multiple times to describe the exterior of this menorah. And yet it was a treasured item in our temple and gave off light both forwards and upwards. Rashi is very clear that this menorah was not hammered in the sense that many pieces of metal were put together, but rather that one piece of fine metal made the entire candelabrum and it was beaten into a pattern designed by God. Again, why take a perfect, smooth, shiny piece of metal and hammer it down? Ramban, Nachmanides, goes as far as saying that it can be made of any metal in future generations and remain valid. But if it is not hammered, then it is invalid. The imperfect, multifaceted, curved element of this menorah was the one requirement for the present and future generations to build it. During some of the LA fires, my grandparents have had to think about evacuating their home and quickly. Unlike moving quickly in an evacuation, there is this feeling of leaving fragments of life behind that could be destroyed. Unfortunately, we know this all too well in our own community, through our own history and in present moment through refugee struggles. What do you take? What are the most important pieces to carry with you? My grandparents most recently told me that they would take their ketubah and pictures first. Of course, my mind sped through all the other things in their home that I would miss, but then I realized that I was thinking more materialistic items and not those that actually tug at my heart. The items we first reach for are often not the shiniest or the most perfect or the best looking. They are often the items that have been well used, lived, spilled on by memories of Shabbos meals or raising children. The menorah, Sforno says, was made out of one piece of gold to symbolize the unity of God. He does not even comment on the hammered material. He just focuses on why someone would think this menorah important and the symbolism behind the feature of its light and creation. The lights face the lamps, Sforno says, showing that we should, in community, look towards the common goals, the spirituality and the connection of tradition. So it doesn't matter what it looks like. It matters that there is beauty within, the light shining from, and the memories surrounding the item that the people immediately noticed upon entering their holy space. In a tractate of Gemara, Arachin, on page 10b, our rabbis discuss another element of the temple and the significance of outward appearance. There was a flute. It was smooth and it was thin. It was made from reed and it was in existence from the days of Moshe. The king issued a command and they plated the flute with gold, but then its sound was not as pleasant as it was previously. They therefore removed its plating and its sound was then as pleasant as it was before. Similarly, there was a symbol in the temple. It was made from copper, and its sound was pleasant. It became damaged, and the sages sent for and brought artisans, and they repaired it. But its sound was not as pleasant as before after the repair. So they removed the materials with which the symbol had been repaired, and its sound was then as pleasant as it had been before. Each of these items were beautiful and sound, full of nostalgia and connection, and only looked different or even misshapen from the outside. However, what our rabbis are teaching us is that sometimes trying to change something to seem more beautiful takes away the essence of the natural beauty and story told on each face. Our menorah was hammered metal. Our faces grow lines of wisdom with age. Our hair grays as we learn how to live life and the letters in our Torah only crack if we continue to open the scroll and read from it. So was it significant that our menorah was smooth, fresh and shiny, and then made to look used from the outset? Yes, because we each should strive to live a life where we do not cover our stories or hide our imperfections or wipe away the blemishes. Those elements allow us to share who we are and connect with the light of our soul, both outward to each other and upward towards our creator. I hope we each continue to search for the hammered metal pieces in our home, to recognize that perfection is not only seen on the outside but felt with the heart, shared with experiences, sharpened with minds and held in the eyes of those who choose to seek out their version of enhanced light.